Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. Time with Pastor Steph. How are you today? That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. For this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, where were you last week? Oh, we started off the week shaking the Monday morning blues. And, uh, we were with our due time group and we talked about the little things that women do that guys say they secretly love. And we start we're gonna start off with arranging for him to meet your friend. Well nah the men on this show did not think that that was a great idea. They say once they have heard your name Many times an hour, they don't need to meet you. Oh, and our lady said, well, that may not be a good, a good idea, considering that sometimes that doesn't go well at all. You know, sometimes your friend and your partner has met before you had. Ah, it takes the two time crew to come up with some stuff like that. It takes them to kind of even think of things like that, man. Uh, and, uh, you know, let's, let's get this going. Let's get this going. So, what else did we talk about? Ooh. What else did we say? Oh, texting you while texting them while you're out. No. Mm-mm-mm. Well, they said yes. They like that. Taking some consideration that you know that might mean that you're thinking about somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess they they want to feel you know thought about too. They want to feel thought about too. Up wearing his clothes. Oh, nah, that didn't go over well at all with the men on this radio show. And uh, that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all. So, you know, those little things. And remember now, this was part two. 
So you want to go back a couple of weeks to get caught on. Okay? All right. Well, we could not finish off a Monday properly if we did not get the switch tip with Shanti. Show God that more sorry. And we talked about this last week. Mm, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> you have to show God that you're apologetic. You know, that's the confession and repentance that we talked about last week. You know, feeling sorry for what you did. Well, showing God that you're sorry is something completely different. Because we can say we're sorry all we want. But, um, you know, showing God that you're sorry is something that you definitely want to do. Okay? Alrighty now. Well, let's talk about it. Tuesday church folks, they rolled around. And uh, we had some interesting stories. Yes, we did. Who can remember the story from last week? Quick, pop quiz. Uh, we talked about the uh, <laughs> the pastor who tried to imitate the resurrection of Jesus. Yes. You know, he got his, uh, you know, little church members to uh, hmm, bury him. Yes. Tied him up, buried him in a in a grave. Yes. And why were they surprised when they went back to dig him up three days later that he was not alive? Wow. You were really surprised? Well, I'm surprised that you were surprised. Why are you surprised? You buried him alive. You put dirt on his face. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah, well, that's how it goes down in Zambia. We are believing that we are equivalent to Christ and that God will raise us up from the dead. And I just got one thing to say. Please do not try this at home. No, it's not going to work. Kill that idea. Okay? All right. Well, the next day was Wow Wednesday. And uh, what did we talk about? Well, we talked about the fentanyl, 159,000 overdoses that have been distributed already to restaurants and bars. Well, because the fentanyl thing has gotten way out of hand and there's been so many um, overdoses and things like that, they figured they'd counteract and they've come up with a plan to have something on deck in case someone in a bar or restaurant actually has an overdose, I guess. Now, I'm not surprised in the bar, but I am surprised about the restaurant. Generally, you want it eat. So I don't, you know, I can't imagine people using. But listen, when you're addicted, you're addicted. When you want to use, you want to use, and yeah. So, you know, they have uh, said that the DEA has come across tens of millions of 
uh, fentanyl powder and pills and prescriptions and this this is this is pretty serious. This thing here, this fentanyl thing, this thing is pretty serious. So again, that's how they are dealing with that um, situation. And what else did our girl Vivian talk about in her socially conscious segment? Okay, what about the man who in Minnesota was asked to leave because he had a Jesus message on his shirt? Now, here's the thing that always kills me. Everybody else has the power to speak and, 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 and talk and say what they want to say. But the moment Jesus is mentioned or seen, now there's an uproar. Come on, y'all. Come on, come on, come on. Y'all can do a little better than that. Every single time. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he was allowed to stay. Can you imagine that? He was allowed to stay after the security guard said that other people were disturbed for looking at his shirt. Well, how many cuss words and skeleton and crossbones and all these T-shirts that they got out here that we are subjected to viewing and yet Jesus is a threat. Man, I tell you, you know, Jesus said, if they think you, they, you if you think they hate you, oh, remember they hated you first. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, he definitely Definitely, definitely, definitely um, proved a point <laughs> when that happened with that T-shirt. And other things. People have lost jobs and all kinds of things for mentioning the name Jesus or standing up for Jesus. And, uh, you know, now it's really showing how much people hate God. Yep. Wow. Therapeutic Thursday rolls around. And we talked about the restaurant customer who got her check and saw that there was a 5% fee that hit the check. And guess what it was for? The employee health fee. Yes, now we're paying for the employees to have some health coverage. We, we're paying. Now, here's the deal. These states and places have been mandated to provide health insurance, and uh, they're kicking it back to us, the restaurant patrons. Now, I mean, talk about hearing about some stuff that really makes no sense. Yeah, they're out of control. They are straight out of control. Okay? Well, huh. We also talked about the green light or the red flag. At least that's the way I put it. We had a list of things that people who dated for the first time got a green light. They felt that they had a green light, you know, and it wasn't a red flag necessarily. And uh, one of the things was when they say she was an hour late, but for the entire time, she was texting and letting him know where she was, the 
for the first day. And uh, he said, well, we just celebrated our one-year anniversary on New Year's Day. Well, here's the thing. Did you come through? Nah, they weren't going for it. Some of them said, absolutely not. I'm pumped. You need to be pumped. And you need to check your clock a little more. And then we had those that said, ah, it's not a, you know, red flag. Things happen sometimes. And, you know, hey, I can look at it. I can look at it. Well, the story or the point or the incident, whatever you want to call it, that really got the It's Deep Time crew rocking was when the girl on her first date gave a $50 tip to the waiter after mom gave it to her just in case she got sucked in for her own food. Well, the boat was rocking, tipping over, and everything else. On Thursday, after that came up, so uh, I advise you to go back and listen so you can hear for yourself how it went down over here. And on Freestyle Friday, you know, we talked about this Tyree Nichols and the five former Memphis police officers who were not only fired, but were charged. And uh, it's a very interesting uh, situation because we've known that there were, you know, some counterparts that were allowed to kind of float when they committed crimes and they didn't behave and they killed other people. But these, this shit right here, these cops right here, well, they, they didn't get that luxury. And they shouldn't have. Don't get us wrong here on this due time with Pastor Steph. We want justice for all and we don't care who committed the crime. However, it's an interesting dynamic to see how Mm, other people do the same thing, but they don't get the same treatment. So uh, the week was full over here on his due time last week, and uh, I advise you to go back and listen. Yeah, I advise you to go back and listen because uh, it was it was lit. I think so, you know maybe I'm a little behind the time, but yeah, pay attention. Because we, 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 we talk about it all here on this new time. So we got to get this morning started because it is time to shake the Monday morning blues. So go ahead and get that healthy breakfast. Go ahead and tell somebody that it's the time when Pastor Steph is on. And make sure you go nowhere because we'll be right back. This is Arizona Attorney General Mark Burdovich. January is Human Trafficking Prevention Month. And I think it's incumbent on all of us as Arizonans to do everything we can to fight human trafficking in our state. I'm very proud of the work that the Arizona Attorney General's Office has done in not only prosecuting human trafficking cases, but doing everything we can to prevent anyone from falling victim to human trafficking. This is something where all of us need to work together to stop someone's son, daughter, niece, or nephew from falling victim to this terrible crime. So let's all work together to not only raise awareness of this issue, but to do everything we can to prevent anyone from falling victim to human trafficking.
Good morning, good morning, and good morning again. Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. And we are shaking the Monday morning blues. Thank God that he has kept us through the weekend. And we are now starting a brand new week. And giving honor to God who has been in control and has not allowed anything to happen to us. So uh, let's get this morning started. I got some inter- I got some interesting health news for you this morning. Wow. Let's see. I thought I opened it up. I'm sorry. Uh, we got one of them lists, y'all. One of those lists. Okay. And wait a minute now. This is my list. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We have a list that's been compiled that tells us the common foods that we eat on a regular basis that's not only bad for your health, but is bad on your pocket as well. Ooh-wee. First thing on the first thing on the list, sparkling mineral water. Now remember now, bad for your health, hard on your pocket. They're saying that they have some PFAS chemicals and It's in the water, the sparkling mineral water. It's man-made. And they say this PFAS, these chemicals are used in just about everything from stain-resistant fabrics to food packaging. And uh, it's been around since the 1940s. And these things... These chemicals are responsible for thyroid disruption, cancer, and low birth weight, according to the EPA. And they're saying that you're paying for something bad to go into your system at $2.19 a bottle. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't like mineral water, no way. Too bad. Number two. Are you ready? Refried beans. Wow. So they're saying that normally beans, which we know, are really good for your health. It's high in fiber and protein. And that's good for your body. As we always talk about, beans are very healthy. They say, however, processed refried beans are high in sodium and saturated fat. And this can lead to hypertension, obesity, high cholesterol, and more. And they say that the bad ingredients in refried beans can heighten your cancer risk. We definitely don't want to do that. And they're saying all for the cost of up to $3 a can. Well, I'm about to burst a few bubbles on this one. I almost over. 
when I came across this one on the list. Sunflower seeds. Ooh, baby. Yes, they are number three on the list, including David. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. Including David's sunflower seeds. They say that, of course, it's always come across as a healthy snack, but they say it can add to your caloric intake. And weight gain can, you know, come from your caloric intake if it's too many calories. And they're saying that sunflower seeds are very high in sodium, and it's leading to an excessive intake of salt if you eat too many. They said that researchers, sunflower seeds were traceable as a source of toxic mold and were contaminated with mold-produced toxins, and these toxins can act as a protein A potent liver carcinogen and sunflower seed consumption. If the seeds have these toxic substances, poses an increased health risk. Okay. All righty now. I almost fell over with the sunflower seed thing. All right. Can tuna. Now they're mentioning, oh, they said that uh, it's bad on your pocket because some flower seeds can be as much as $3 a bag. All right, canned tuna is the fourth thing on this list. And they are pointing out Ocean Naturals, Safe Catch, Wild Planet. Those are the primary ones that they're talking about. So now... They're saying that it can be as high as a dollar fifty per can, and they say that uh, we've come across this before. Uh, let's see. It aids in weight loss diet, but they're saying that the amount of mercury that can be found in some canned tunas are extremely high and having a lot of mercury in your system is highly toxic and can lead to problems for your nervous, immune, and digestive system. Okay. All right. Now, listen, let's, let's, let's talk about this thing before we go even further. So, you have to eat this stuff in moderation. You know, if you don't eat anything at a high level, you're not going to, you know, experience these things. But if this is your, you know, everyday food, then you may want to pull back a little bit. Because remember now, the whole concept of this list is foods that we consume on a everyday basis, daily, however you want to say it, and it's, you know, hard on the pocket. So if you're not eating it all the time, every day, then, you know, you're not really against much, okay? All right. Number five, fried chicken. Yes, they're saying from KFC, 
Bojangles and others, but those are the top two they named. One of the top two they named. They named. They say that you know, of course, eating the fried chicken from these places outside of it being deeply fried, it's also made with a lot of flour. And they say fried chicken is usually high in calories, as we know. And it can lead to overweight. It can lead to diabetes. It can lead to heart disease. Okay. So they're saying that it's hard on your pocket because it's at $14.99 for an eight-piece over at KFNC. All right. Tortillas. Yes, and they're saying various brands of tortillas, and it's the they're showing the flat, the flat ones, you know, in the pack. Okay, they're showing the flat ones in the pack, and they're saying, uh, though fine if eaten in moderation, tortillas like most good for you if you eat them in high quantities. So again, it goes back to what we were talking about. You know, this is something that you're doing on a regular basis. Flour tortillas are popular um, all across the world, but they have a high caloric content. And they're saying the flour used in the tortillas are mass-produced and full of preservatives and additives, okay? And they're saying flour tortillas often have a lot of sodium. So they say stick with the corn tortillas or Make them yourself for a healthier option. Okay? All right. And they're saying that it's four to six dollars a bag. Woo, baby. Number seven, kids yogurt cups. Ah. So they're saying that, you know, a lot of these brands and they're various, various. They don't have any particular um brand. They're saying most of these brands promise to help the kids grow healthy and strong. They say, but the truth is very different. Uh, Yoga cups are largely made up of sugar, fat, and unhealthy and artificial coloring. And excessive consumption can lead to health risks. Okay? They're saying that diabetes, metabolic and heart problems, and obesity are the biggest concerns, and they're saying that some of the excess fat can contain carcinogenic uh, uh, components, and do you really want to take the risk for your children? That's what they're asking. All right. Okay, and they're saying that this is $1.25 per cup. Okay, that can add up. Granola bars, Quaker, Nutrigrain are two that's named as the top ones. They're saying granola bars, um, you know, they're always pushing them as being healthy. But, 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 they're saying the truth is that many of these granola bars have ingredients that are not good for our health. They're saying that refined sugars and um, different components are definitely not healthy for you. And 
they are as much as $6 per box. Be careful. Number nine, artificially flavored creamers. Wow, and they have various. They don't have any particular uh, brand. They say a cup of morning coffee is great. However, most people drink their coffee with creamer because they can't stand the taste of the black. And they're saying that the bad side to creamer are the artificially flavored coffee creamers out there from regular vanilla to white chocolate raspberry. Ooh. And they say <laughs> that these creamers have a high sugar content and the artificial flavorings used could be linked to abdominal pain, food hypersensitivity, and more. Depending on the flavoring you choose. So they're saying that it can be as much as four dollars a container. Container. Excuse me. Oh boy, they didn't kill me with this one. Frozen vegetables. Bird's eye. Green giant. Market pantry is sitting up here at the top of the list. And they're saying frozen vegetables. They, you don't have to throw them out, but they say just note that you might have to eat more if you want to get all the nutrients that non-frozen vegetables have, okay? And they say because the freezing doesn't help to retain all the nutritional content, all right? So they say opt for fresh veggies and, you know, if you want to go canned, go canned, but... There's nothing really wrong with it, but it's just if you're using your vegetables to get all your nutrition, that that's not happening much with the frozen vegetables, and they can be as much as three dollars a bag. Okay, alrighty. Well, what are we talking about this morning? Hmm, this was crazy. This was a quick. Crazy, 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 crazy story. So you have this guy who had a relationship with this woman. They're both 36 years old. So they say that, let me give his name. Let me give his name properly. They're saying that Miss Courtney Vic, Courtney Owens, she was gunned down in cold blood at work. And Wesley Vickers, 23, was arrested. I, mean, I got my little surgeons up. Got my little surgeons up. They say about a month later after she was killed and he's charged with felony murder malice murder and aggravated assault. So they say that this Vickers was hired by Courtney's ex-boyfriend and business partner, Mr. Stoney Williams, to kill her. And Mr. Williams is still on the run. And they're saying that this uh, guy, he testified 
to being offered $20,000 to kill her and make it look like a robbery. And he was told he would get 5000 up front and 15000 afterwards once he did this fake robbery and, and killed her. He also um, said that he was offered $4,800 before the murder to send a message by shooting up the house where she was staying with a friend. So they say that he admitted to shooting and killing uh, this Courtney. And here's the thing. This is why I brought this the, the story. Because not only was he planning, well, yeah, was he planning to follow up and kill the woman that he was hired to kill, but he was going to kill the guy who hired him. Wow. Now, why? They don't say. But can you imagine? Now, now let's look at this story here. You hire someone to kill your ex and your ex-business partner. And had they not caught the killer, he was going to be dead, the one who hired. And again, it doesn't say why. It just says he was planning on killing the guy too. And I guess maybe he figured if the, the, if the one who hired him was, you know, found, then he could name him. But here's the funny part. See how this is all twisted? You're worrying about, possibly, 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 you're worrying about the man who hired you being caught and ratting on you. You ended up getting caught, and they still haven't found the individual who <laughs> who was who hired you. So, unfortunately, the you know, this is this is some twisted stuff, and this is what happens when there's a whole bunch of things. Everybody gets confused, and uh, nobody benefits. So you got three people that don't benefit. You have the poor woman who was murdered. You have the the hired person, the killer, and then you got the one who did the hiring. So nobody made out well in this situation. Not one person. Not one person. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Here's a story of something that was really sad. There's a British um, girl, young girl, and they don't mention her name, but she's a child. And her parents took her to the hospital complaining of different ailments and they discharged her and sent her home and she had a high fever, drowsiness and vomiting and they say these symptoms are red flags for meningitis and sepsis but the doctor sent her home with some Tylenol pretty much and after a while when her condition worsened they took her back to the doctor and that's when she was diagnosed with, um, what is this, meningococcal sepsis. And she experienced multiple organ failure, 
Well, unfortunately, the sepsis was so severe that she ended up needing a quadruple limb amputation. So she had to have um, an above-the-knee amputation of both legs and above-the-elbow amputation on both arms. This poor baby. Oh, this poor baby. And all because they did not catch this earlier when they took this blood test or whatever other test. Well, the hospital admitted that there was some wrongdoing and there was some negligence. And now they have won an award of $48.3 million. $48.3 million. And they say that she's going to receive part of our settlement as a lump sum. And then she'll get the rest over the course of, you know, her life. And they're saying she's really doing, like, well, like, you know, emotionally and mentally. And, you know, that's children for you. They have a lot more resilience than we believe. And, um... You know, had it been one of us, we'd have lost our minds. We wouldn't have even had lived to the 40, 40, 40 something million dollars because we would have just lost it. But, you know, I thought about, you know, I wanted to bring that story, not because of the, you know, the topic, but just to show how, you know, God builds something in children that once you get to be an adult, you leave. Because, see, they don't have anything to worry about. You know, they don't have anything that they need to be concerned with and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, now she's just trying to live. That's her only thing. She has to learn to live without her limbs. Oh, Lord. All right. What else are we talking about here today? Hmm. Let me see. Don't want to talk about this. So they have this woman. Now, we've been talking about a lot of homelessness and things like this. Well, there's a woman who, I want to make sure, she's in Meridian, Idaho. And she has a very small RV. And it has everything in it. Everything in it that she would need. Because remember, RVs are made, you know, made used to travel. So you need everything. And she got her friend who has a home to allow her to park it on his private property for $600 a month. So that worked perfectly because she, you know, other than that, she didn't have a place to stay. So, you know, she worked out this arrangement and now everybody's, you know, blessed. Well, leave it up to the nosy neighbors. The day she parked, now see, that's what I said, you're just doing too much looking. Because how you know all of this? So the day she put the, the home on the property, they started calling the city officials because they didn't feel she should be living in the RV. What does that have to do with you? What did that have to do with you? It ain't cost you no money. 
No, it's his private property. On his property. So I don't know if it's, you know, one of those places where it's in the front, you know, where you have all your, your, your you know, a space in the front or the back of the home. Well, either way, it was a man's private property. I don't know how they knew the woman was living there. Because, again, that's just way too much looking. They said the day, the day she moved there. So they ended up, it ended up going to court. She had to go to court. And they had, like, quite a few different charges that they were charging her with. And the judge ended up throwing out a lot of them, most of them. However, he did not throw out the fact that she could not live there. So they started charging her $1,000 a day. Yeah. A thousand. Now, you couldn't afford to have a place to live. You opt to live in the in your RV. You have somebody who's willing to say, you know what? Listen, I can use that $600. I ain't using this space no way. So we all going to be happy and benefit. And now she's homeless because she can't stay in her home. And that's what the big, the big fight is. So now she's going back and forth to court. As long as she doesn't live there, she doesn't get fined. Do you know when her court date is? January 20 of 2024. They have to, she can't move back in there until the zoning ordinance includes the fact that she can live in this RV on the property. I tell you, you know what? Some of these people belong in hell, for real. For real. I can't put you there. I can't send you there. But some of these people, they are hellions. They are straight hellions. And you know what? I would love to see how your your life goes further when you bothering somebody else. This person was not bothering you at all. At all. All right. Well, what else are we talking about today? We talked about the hitman. We talked about the little girl. Uh, let's talk about this next thing here. So, two friends. That's where I got the, the ages. When I say everybody 36, okay, here. Sean and Aaron, 36, back in 2017, were smoking meth, and they got to argue. And Sean killed Aaron. And four days after, they ended up, you know, finding him, because he ran, of course, he ran. And I want to see always when these typical stories come around, it's always a little twisted. I always want to bring you. So they say that long time friends and they were hanging out at another friend's house and they got to arguing and the friend left out his own house and they started arguing because Sean said that the day before he believed that Aaron stole his money and a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, 
They said they started arguing over the stuff, and the neighbor heard the gunshot and called the authorities. And they they was found, you know, the other one was found. One was found dead. Thirty-five years. Thirty-five years. And here's why he got so much time. They said when they did the research, they found that the killer, the one who did the killing, was a menace who chose to smoke meth, get violent, had tons and tons of charges against him. And they said he threw away every opportunity he had been given. And when he killed the, 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 the friend, yeah, 35 years. 35 years. You know, you ain't got no friends. You ain't got no friends. So that's where we're starting our day today. Let's say good morning to our deep time crew. Good morning, Tamika. Monday, Monday, morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. How was your weekend? How are you? Well and well. <laughs> How was yours? Okay, good, good, good. Well, thank you. Well and well. Thank you very much. Um, it was a phenomenal weekend for, for me. Thank you so much for asking. All right, Tamika. So we got... This uh, this guy who hires, well, let's start from the one who, who did the killing. He was hired to kill this other man's ex, ex-girlfriend and ex-business partner. It doesn't say why, but he was hired twice. He was hired for 4800 first to uh, do one thing. And for the, to send a message by shooting up the house where the woman was staying with her friend. And then you have him being paid for the other murder, for the literal murder. And he was prepared to kill the one that hired him. And now he got caught and the one that hired him is is running from the law. They can't find him. Is this some crazy, crazy story or what? I always feel like any story that's put on on this broadcast makes you, you know, it, it makes you think and makes makes you scratch yeah. your head. It's just like, where in the world do they get these stories from? Where in the world are these people from? What kind of mentality are we dealing with this day and age? You know, you never heard stories like this back in the day. Now it's just no. like you no. can't even be surprised by anything anymore. Nah, you're right. You never, we never heard of this stuff. We never heard of this stuff before. Wow. Wow. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, to think that. I'm going to hire you, and then you coming behind me to kill me. Man, 
that's some crazy. Well, you got to like get it. rid of all of the evidence. You got to save yourself. You know, self-preservation. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, that's the way I see it. You know, okay, I'm going to kill her. Then I'm going to come back and kill you so that my name will never get out. And as you can see, this whoever this person is is very crafty because, you know, <laughs> he's still got away. Sad, that's but, right. You know, that's that's still right. got away. That's right. Left you holding the bag. And you weren't able to wipe out all that evidence. You the one with with, with holding mm-hmm. everything. Oh my goodness. So what do you think about the woman who, you know, she didn't have a place to live, opted to live in her RV, got someone who could benefit also, and now the nosy neighbors have turned her in. And now she has to pay a thousand dollars a day, a day, as a fine if she continues to live there. You know, <clears throat> my heart goes out to her. You know, being in the predicament that she's in. You know, and um, being part when I used to work for, um, I worked for the state of Richmond. Um, and they they have zoning laws and things that you can and cannot do and places where you can put an RV and you know it with the rules and the guidelines and zoning <clears throat> it makes it difficult for someone who you know can't afford a you know a, a home you know an apartment or a home you don't know you know what it is that she, you know fall you know she she was gifted the RV you don't know what her situation is you know but right. whatever it is she's currently living in an RV and you know even when I lived where I was you know people complained about the weirdest thing you know uh, their grass is too hot wait a minute you live over there why are you so concerned about their grass and their trash and you know people automatically get to that mindset that the, you know, the property value is going to go down, you know, and so you look at an RV and you automatically think that. You haven't given the woman, I mean, it's one thing if she's been there six months and, you know, she's got all kinds of trash in the property and, you know, the, right, she makes right, everything right. look horrible, there's right. a smell. She hasn't been there long enough for you to even give her the the time, you know, and, and so that it reminds me of um, – what is that show? I think it was Bewitched with the neighbor that used to watch next door to see everything that's going on. Like the lady just got there. Give her, yep. you know, a moment to settle down. She didn't even get that opportunity. And my heart goes out to her because now, you know, where is she supposed to live? How, how is she supposed, you know, you don't want to burden anybody by living with someone else, you know. And so she did the best that she could considering her cir- her circumstances, you know. That's just really, really complicated, and and and, and you know, I, I I just you know, my heart goes out to her with what that, she, <laughs> all of a sudden I can't speak, with what she's dealing with and what she has to go through now. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you said, you know, you didn't even give her a chance to see if she was a bad neighbor, you know, and before she could even you know come out the gate, you already calling, so you know. It, people are just too nosy. People are just way too nosy. Um, and hopefully, you know, she'll be able to, you know, land on her feet 
and and get some place to live because that 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 that's got to be so disheartening, so disheartening. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, let's say good morning to our pastor Charlene. Good morning, Pastor Charlene. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today, my darling? I am well, thanks. How are you over there? I am well, thank you. Good. Very good. Very good. You're getting a little closer. You're getting a little closer. All right. So we got this crazy story of the hitman and the dead woman and the hire on the run. And, you know, again, I remember there being a biblical story about, you know, two sides planning on, um, you know, going after the city of the Israelites, and they end up fighting amongst themselves. And here you are, you hire. Now, he doesn't know the man is planning on killing him, but now you hire someone who not only does your dirt, but now they're looking to kill you. And you have no idea. He just so happens to get caught. That's the only reason why you're not dead. What goes through your head? Well, I thought of sometimes you don't know who know who. So the person that you got might have known somebody who knew the ex as well. Mm. So everybody put a hit out on everybody. So the first you shot up the house, <laughs> right? So that's supposed to have been the warning. So in the meantime of you getting shot up, because, you know, the hitman, he going to take everybody money. So who got to go first? And I'm going to still get you too. So that was my thought of, because, you know, you can't leave no loose ends. You have to be able to um, get out of it, because there's always somebody going to tell somebody else. Even though I get a hitman, I might come and tell whoever I think is the closest person to me. Sometimes they talk. And so when you talk, everybody get it. So that was my thought. I get all my money. I get money from you. I get money from you. And just never know. Small world. This same man hired him twice. The first time he hired him was to get rid of them, was to send the message. And I guess maybe that didn't work. So then that's when he hired him to kill the woman. Well, that worked because she sure loved dead. But again, you have no idea that the same man is coming back for you. And like both of you and Tamika said, I agree. You, you got to make sure can't nobody talk. Well, you was almost not talking either. So <laughs> now ain't nobody talking. Uh, ain't nobody living. All the plans that went down the drain. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about the woman who minding her business? Now she has to potentially pay a thousand dollars a day. Now my question is, how y'all even come up with a rule like this? At what point did you even say, okay, well, we're going to charge somebody $1,000 a day if they do such and such a thing? How do you even get there? Well, you know my theory. You don't never know who know who. My first thought was, why are you in my business of who parking in my driveway? 
That was my thought. Then I said, you know what? The person that's watching, that nosy person, because we all got them on our floor, in our area, on the job, right? You always got that nosy one. My thought was that are you mad because I got the money and you didn't? And then did you have a problem already with that person, the owner? Mm -hmm. And I can't get to the owner, so now I'm going to go through this lady and be able to get back at you. That was a thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, 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 it could be because they're saying that they didn't complain about, like uh, Tamika said, garbage or noise or whatever. Mm-hmm. They just felt mm-hmm. like you shouldn't have been living. That's a, that was the complaint. You shouldn't be living in the RV on that person's property. And again, what does that have to do with you? So like right. you said, it might be a vendetta against the owner of the property and it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to make your life miserable and I'm not going to let, you know, they don't have to necessarily know that, you know, uh, he's getting paid but, like I said, who peaked that fast that you were even living in there? How do people even pay attention that hard? I don't know well, there's some going. people in the mirror. I mean in the mirror, in the window. Some people just sit in the window and they just don't have nothing else to do because they're miserable. And then my thing is, where that thousand dollars going? Who's getting that money? And like you say, how did y'all come up with the thousand dollars? Who's getting that money? The city. The city. The city is the one that's fining her a thousand dollars a day if she remains there. If she remains mm-hmm. there. That's that's a bit much. That's some cruel and inhumane punishment for something that she's not doing. She's not necessarily doing anything wrong. Oh my goodness! Thank you for joining us. We think it's the city money. Once again, you know, there's always a hand out. So, who did that person might know that? Judge with that that gave that law to this lady, knowing that she ain't got nowhere to go. Who's on? You don't never know. You never know who know who. That's always my theory. Well, once this this is in Meridian, Idaho, you don't know what's going on. You know, it ain't like Uh the city. You know, it ain't going to nobody's pocket here in New York City. But you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know how people mm-hmm. maneuver some things. Whew. Thank you, Pastor Charlotte, for joining us today. Let me talk to Pastor KL for a minute. Good morning, Pastor KL. Good morning. You know what? I can't. <laughs> Good morning to you. How are you? Fine, thank you. Does that sound like Shanti? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you this morning. 
Um, so you're not your nosy neighbor, Pastor KL. You know, this woman, she has this RV, and she, Shantice is, is laughing. Um, she has this RV. She doesn't have any place to live. She, uh, this RV has everything on it, uh, sink, bed, everything. They show, like, a little clip. It's very small. It's a very small RV as well. And she didn't have any place to put it. Didn't have anywhere to go, so she found someone, probably a friend, who, on his private property, he said, "Sure, you know, it's small enough, you can park it here, and you just pay six hundred dollars a month." Well, that seems to be a sweet deal, until the nosy neighbor calls in and complains that she's living in the RV. So she, so they find out, and now they threaten to find her a thousand dollars a day if she does not get out of the of the RV and not live there. And they have to wait until January of 2024 to even go back to court to find out if she can stay there. Nosy neighbors? What should happen to these nosy neighbors, Pastor Dale? Yeah, that's definitely nosy neighbors. And you know what? Unfortunately, we all have them. You know, some work in our favor, some don't work in our favor. You know, when you have a nosy neighbor who's always looking, you know your face ain't going to get robbed because they're going to tell. But some folks just, you know, <laughs> if, 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 if it seems like I'm the Joneses, they want to hate on me. You know what I mean? No matter what I have going on, if I got to come up, they want to hate on me. You know, these nosy neighbors should mind their business, you know, because I'm sure they have their own stuff going on on the inside that they probably don't want nobody to know, you know, so they, they should really mind their business. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, when the tables are turned, they're not going to be smiling. They're not going right. to be They right. will not be saying, Fine, thank you. When they still, oh when goodness. they still in power out the back window. <laughs> okay, they will not. That's right. They will not be saying fine, thank you. Thank you for joining us this right. morning. Let's say good morning to Brother Al. Good morning, Brother Al. Good morning, good morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. How are you? What's the answer, Brother Doing pretty pretty good, doing pretty good. No! Wrong answer, wrong answer, wrong answer. Wrong answer. I didn't hear hear what you said. What did you say? It sounded like you were talking about I was talking. I said, how are you? (laughs) And you were supposed to say... Oh, oh, I didn't hear that part. Okay, I got you. Hey, I, I'm doing well. The good Lord tapped me on the shoulder and said, wake up. Lord Jesus. I woke Lord up this morning. Jesus. I'm doing good. Move on. Move on. Move on. Move on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm lost now. Okay. I'm lost now. I don't know what happened. We realize that. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's Monday morning. We shake the Monday morning blues, but now it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. But Al, what do you think about this lady not being able to park her, her, her RV 
on this private property or either be charged a thousand dollars a day man that, 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 i was listening that's crazy but you know i think maybe she should have found out and asked though you know that would have solved a lot of the problem you know that if she'd have found out, okay who is this part let me ask and see if it's okay because that is trespassing you on a private property no, no, no. okay wait, 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 hold, on. hold on brother al hold on here's the deal she didn't have a place to live she ended up having this RV. So in, I guess instead of kind of parking it around, she did go to someone who okay. um, oh, has private property, has a home, has private property. He said it was okay for her to park there, and he was only charging her $600 a month, which was sweet for her because that was something she could afford. A nosy neighbor, the day she moves in, a nosy neighbor – um, calls the authorities and tells that she's living there. And oh. now they threaten to, to fine her $1,000 a day if she stays there. So now she had to leave, go to court, and now in order for her, she wants to fight it. And in order for her to fight it, the next court date <laughs> is January of 2024, and she cannot live there until they settle in court that she that, that she's going to be allowed, if she will be allowed. Wow, that's crazy. There you go with the nosy neighbor. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, if this is this woman's property, then just like if it's my property and I say, okay, you know what, it's okay for you to park here, I don't see what the problem is. And like you said, the nosy neighbor, boy, I tell you, and Pastor Carol here, we, we all got them. I don't care where you live at. I don't care what neighborhood you live in, the hood, the Beverly Hills. There's somebody got their nose up to that window watching what goes on. Absolutely. You know, that, that, that's, that's absolutely horrible. She's not bothering nobody. She's not on your property. So why are you minding people's business? You know, like, that's crazy. It is. It is. And it's so sad that with the rate of homelessness, these days that you would just really live these people alone as long as they're not bothering you you just go about your business but as always people can't mind their business Mm-mm-mm. oh thank you so much for joining us brother al and uh we got our conversation for this morning and it is mistakes women make that destroy their chances of finding a good man. Woo, baby. So I only looked at the first one. I have no idea what the list comprises of. <coughs> but one of the things they say that a, a mistake that a woman makes that destroys her chance of finding a good man is she has a type. And she refuses to deviate from it. Tamika, let's start with you. Oh, yeah. That can definitely <laughs> cause you to go head down uh, uh, the wrong way really, really fast. You know, okay, so he's got to have broad shoulders and he's got to be this. He's got to be this tall and this complexion. However, you know, he's destructive. You know, he, he he's uh, maniacal. He's a narcissist, you know, he's controlling, he's possessive, 
you know, all of these, but because, you know, he fits the description, then you subject yourself to that. You know, you subject yourself to possible abuse because he's abusive. You know, that's something that can really put your yourself in detriment. You know, you've got to be able to yield to something else. And, and for, for, uh, for what it's worth, discernment is crucial. You know, you can't just, you know, oh, well, he's tall, dark, and handsome, and he fits that, that mold, and that's where I'm going. And now you got yourself in a harder way to live than you would have had if you just used discernment. Absolutely, absolutely. Pastor Sean, she has a type, and she refuses to budge. Well, it it can be, you can lose out on something that God has brought to you because you are so busy thinking that he should be this kind of way because that that person that you're looking at could be a serial killer, could, you know, and like Lady Tamika said, can be abusive and so many wrong things that you don't look at because once you just look at the outside and you don't know actually how that person is, Sometimes you go up the wrong, the wrong way and get caught in and can't get yourself out. Man, and we've seen it happen. Oh, my, my, my. Pastor KL, <laughs> what say you of the woman who has this type and she ain't budging, and which could definitely cause her to, to, to miss out on finding a good man? Well, let, let me first say this, that I, I know I'm, I'm a lot of women's type, but there's only one of me, you know, and I'm already taken right now. So I, I need you to, you know, I, I, I just can't oh spread myself with so thin. I just wanted to, to put oh, that out there. But, but, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, we, we, we have to be careful, even as men too, you know, but, but women, we have to be careful on, on, on how, how they stipulate these rules of, of what we want and how we want them and all this stuff because on the outside, they can be all that you want, but on the inside, they can be totally wrong. You know, and while God will sometimes give you what you want, if you wait on God, he'll give you what you deserve. Mm, wow. Wow. All right. I like that ending. Brother Al. What's your thoughts? She just might miss out looking for that type. Oh yeah, most definitely. Because again, what we have what we have to realize is that what we want for us and what God has for us are two different things, you know. And 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 mm-hmm. and some of the women they just like, well, I like him tall and dark and handsome, and you know, he may be tall, dark, and handsome, but beating on you. Or treating you bad, mm. but you know mm. you feel like that's what I want, and so you know, uh, God sit back and look at you. Okay, well, that's what you're trying to do. You know, you don't want what I got for you over here, so let's see how that works out for you. <laughs> you know, so mm. yeah, that that definitely that definitely is a problem. Okay, okay. Well, you refuse to go out. You don't really like to go anywhere. You're a house person, Pastor Charlotte, and uh, you just might miss out on finding a good man. Well, you ain't going to find nobody if you stay in the house. (laughs) Or you're saying that I want to stay in and he want to go out. (laughs) Either way, either way. 
Either way, it's okay. Work. Well, if you just stay in that, I mean, no, nobody want to always stay in the house, you know. So yes, you can blow a good thing because if you stay in there and he's always out, then he want to see something else out there because you don't want to do nothing. So somebody else is going to get that attention. So you ain't gonna find mm-hmm. nobody sitting in the house. Mm-hmm. Pastor KL, she don't want to go nowhere. Now, either before she didn't found a good man or after she didn't found a good man. Well, you know, the the, the, the word of God says he that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. So you have to be in a place to be found. How can I find a good thing if you're in the house all day? You have to you have to go shopping to a mall or go grocery shopping. I you have to walk down the street in order for me to find you. How can you be mad that, 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 that Mr. Wright has not come and you're still in the house? Mr. Wright may not be the mailman. He may not be um, Amazon. He may not be delivering packages in order to see you. So, so you, have to, you have to be somewhere else. Okay, okay. Brother Al, can she find somebody, a good man, and she going to miss out? If she don't go nowhere, she don't go out? Yeah, how, how are you going to meet somebody if you don't go out? If you don't go nowhere, you're just in the house. You know, the only person you're going to meet in the house is the refrigerator, the cat, the dog, you know, the children. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to get out there. You meet people. How are you going to meet somebody if you don't go out? You know, that's, that's not going to work for you. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Well, um, yeah, you have to make yourself uh, available and, you know, get get some exposure. Go to the grocery store. You know, you can't just, so you're just going to get uh, Uber Eats all the time. You, you know, the guy that we serve works in miracles, <laughs> you know, he works in miraculous ways. And for all you know, the Uber driver, you know, that, that brings your food can do it, but um, I'm not saying that he can't. However, get some exposure, get outside, do something, you know. And I'm hoping I'm not tiptoeing on, on the next topic, but, you know, with that, you know, have yourself look like something. You know, you you just sitting in the house, you ain't going nowhere, you ain't doing nothing. You got on a do-rag and a pair of shorts, a T-shirt with a hole in it, and, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. Get yourself up. You know, put on a little, you know, color. Make yourself look presentable because you never know. You know, just go into the corner store. You might be able to find something, but you got to be able to get up and get out. So the next time we go through that round, you've already spoken. (laughs) 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 We just going to skip right on over here. We just going to go all day. Oh, my goodness. All right, so I'm, I'm going to deviate a little bit so Tamika can get a little air over there. Oh, they say you act like a diva. You ain't going to find no good man. Pastor KL? Yeah, when, when, when you're, when, when, when your uh, mind or your head becomes bigger than your anointing, you know, or, or you know, what you really look like. Now, you, you ever seen some folks, you know, that, that, that look okay, but it got some really, really nasty attitudes. It just shadows what you look like. You could be beautiful, but your inside is ugly. I, I, listen, I am attached to the inside as well. 
not just to the outside, because I'm not going nowhere where you embarrass me. So when you think that you're all that, then you might find yourself by yourself, and you'll be happy with Jesus alone. <laughs> all right. Brother Al, she's acting like a diva, but she thinks she's going to find a good catch out there. Oh, no, she got to go. I mean, I don't know about anybody Uh-oh. else, but that's a straight. Uh-oh. That's a straight. That's a straight turn off for me. You know, in my formal life, I I have met a young lady like that, very very pretty, and she knew it. So because she was pretty, you know, of course the guys gave her a lot of attention. And when I met her, I spoke to her on the phone once, and she was like, "Okay, well you didn't spoke to me one time, so I'm just used to after a guy speak to me on the phone, he bringing me flowers and getting me to get my nails done, and he taking me out. I was like, really. All right, this wow. college, your services is no longer needed. <laughs> you know that, that's just a, you know that, that that's a turn off. You know, for me speaking wow. for me personally, that's a turn off because wow. you know you you thinking you all that, but you by yourself, or you getting these guys who uh-huh. buying you stuff, but also just using you. That's just it. So yeah, gotta uh, go. Well, maybe that's why she's still on the phone, brother Al. <laughs> Cause she acting like a diva, and you ain't got no further than the phone call. Mm. That, that's right. Well, that's right. That was the phone call. That was it. That's right. That's right. You ain't got no further. Oh, Tamika, she's a diva. Divas always get the men, do they? Ooh, yeah. That that that's a rough road, you know. And and then you have to have your specifics you want this and you need this and you have to have it this way and you know you can tie up a a a gentleman and frustrate him you know it's like he he can't even be who he wants to be because you have all these rules and guidelines and things that you want and oh well you have to open the door on the second that you stand you know now it's not raining or anything you standing on the outside waiting for him he's already in the car you know, because you got to have your door open, you know, because this is this is how you want things done, you know. And so that works for some gentlemen. It doesn't work for everybody else. And it could turn them off. And you're trying to figure out, okay, well, I thought the date was nice. Yeah, well, he's he's running. He's never going to call you again. And you sitting there by yourself. That's what you wanted. Wow, wow, wow. I thought about something as Tamika was talking, Pastor Stalin. Is he, is he... Okay, so she was what she said, and then I'm thinking, well, is he a good man for you if he doesn't want to, you know, kind of cater to who you are if you feel you deserve it? I'm asking. Well, it depending. See, got to remember now. <laughs> some men think that some women think that that is a good man. And it depends on the kind of mentality and how he is. So, where that some they get in, they get inspired <laughs> by that diva, younger that does that, that wants that, you know. So they're searching for that. Now, and when y'all was when you first started and you say and about have being a good man, now it's a man, but it depending on which you call good. Mm-hmm. So everybody mm-hmm. thinks differently, right? Mm-hmm. So there are some mm-hmm. women that is not going to, um, that wants all of those things, you know? And then for 
the due time men, of course, they they not with that. But then there's somebody that's listening that might say, well, you know that that's okay. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. looks good, and I'm walking with her, and that's how I am. So, mm-hmm. and that's what yeah. But you mind. know what? You know what, Pastor Charlotte? You know what? And, and mm-hmm. though I agree with you with that one, a, a lot of a lot of men who who cater like that is in the awe moment, which means, oh my God, I don't believe she wants to be with me. I got to do everything I, mm-hmm. I need to do to make sure I keep this one because he's right. never had a right. woman that beautiful. And, and, right. and just the fact that, that she looked at me, let me keep this facade up. But after a while, that gets draining. And after a while, you see it for what it really is, and you have to walk away from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what came across my mind when Tamika was talking. And I'm like, some men, they're like, oh, you know, they're wowed by this diva because she's got this big presentation and, you know, she's you're flamboyant and, you know, she attracts all this attention and you want to be standing right there beside her to get all of that. But I agree with Pastor Kevin. After a while, no, that gets tired. gets real tired. Real tired. Oh, all right. I got another one here. And I really want to, I really want to hear the response to this one. Uh, You're not going to find a good man, ladies. If you're hanging out with the wrong crowd, oh, brother, Al, where are we going with this one? Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. You, you, you hanging, you hanging out with Shaniqua, and Shaniqua out acting a fool. <laughs> <laughs> you continue to be hanging out with her. So my question is, is that what you're drawn to the, the craziness that she's doing and how she's acting? I don't want to be around them. So, and but those are your people. So. Yeah, I, I I can't mess with you. All right now, oh Tamika. Yeah, Shantasia gets you in trouble every time. You know, <laughs> you out there having a ball. You know, and the sad part about that is, you may not necessarily be like that, but the whole mentality of birds of a feather flock together really do. You know, it, it can really come to hurt you. You know, and so, uh, you know, you find yourself out with the girls and you find yourself always either holding the short end of the stick or you find yourself in predicaments that you hadn't intended because Shantuasia crazy. And, you know, you end up, you know, in places that you weren't supposed to be in. You now got to wait for her because she's crazy and, you know, there's fights or you end up in a place where you hadn't intended because she's the driver you know, you got to really distance yourself because who you hang with sometimes can make it look like it's you as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Pastor Charlotte. Yeah, I was going to say this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the loose ones, the loose ones, the loose girls, right? So now you might be the ice one, but... They see, because when he comes over, he got to see, he's going to see your whole surrounding, because these are the girls that you hang out with. So he is going to think that you're going to be just like them. He's not going to be able to talk to you because of the fact that they overpowering you, you know, in how of, of their aura, you know, so therefore he's not coming. He's going to be like, nah, I don't want to talk to you. 
your your friends, you know, either you, even if you say, well, I'll come and sit on the other side. Nah, it's okay because he know that your friends might be able to be in your ear and now he don't know how you really are. Are you the real person that you're trying to talk to or not? So, no, you ain't going to find not a good man. You might find somebody that want to tap it, but you ain't going to find a good man. <laughs> you know, leave it up to the pastor to talk about the loose women. Pastor <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I hate to I hate to I hate to intervene real quick, but you guys have a good day. I gotta go. I got a meeting this morning, so it's always a pleasure to be on with you guys, and I'll see y'all soon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a blessed one, brother Al. Have a blessed one. Oh, leave it to the past. I didn't want to talk about my thug friends. (laughs) I was I, 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 I it was so funny when you said that. I was like, wow. Leave it to the pastor to talk about the loose women. All right, now. Pastor KL, the company you keep. You're not going to find a good man if you're with the wrong crowd. Well, I, I definitely, definitely, definitely 100% agree on that. You know, we all need a hood in our life. We all need a hood rat in our life. You know, but the, we ain't got to hang out with the hood rat. They just on standby in case something jump off. You know, we ain't going to dinner. We ain't doing none of that stuff together. You know, so we all need that in our life. However, if you hang out with that, you know, I heard um, Tamika talk about Shantae. You know, but Shantae got a man. So Shantae got any way she want to act. You trying to get a man. You know, so we, we got to definitely be careful with the company that we see. Because it, it can be a distraction and make someone unattractive because they think you just like that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now, here's an interesting one. I, I've never heard of this, but I guess if you use your imagination, they say you bribe men for a date. I guess each of you can decide what that means to you. And, uh, Tamika, what does that mean to you? You know, you're not going to get a good man if you bribe men for dates. Unbeknownst to my to to anybody that knew, I used to do that, but wasn't aware that I was doing it. You know, like we would oh. go out and I would pay. You know, I would pay for such and such, and you know, I no, I got it, I got it. You know, and um, not realizing that I've kind of taken the role, especially you know, on a first date. From time to time, I would take the role from the man because it's like, okay, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, and in some instances, I wouldn't get a second date, you know. And so I just asked somebody one day, I was like, well, what, what was it that I did that, that turned you off? He was like, well, you know, you, you, know, you, you are, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to treat. We went to, we, we went, we, went uh, we had like a battle back and forth. You know, I'll pay. No, I got it. No, I'll pay. No, I got it. You know, and some women do that throughout the relationship. You know, y'all just started dating. You buy cologne and you know, uh, sweaters and, you know, all types of stuff, you know, to pamper him. The sad part about that, what ends up happening in some instances is that you'll find somebody that likes that. And now you've got, you've got, to, you've got to keep that up. That was the way that you right, got together. Right, now he's using right, it because, right. oh, I can get, I can get such and such from Stacy. Stacy will buy me a sweat. Oh, wait a minute. I need, I need a car for the week. She'll give me her car. 
you know, and this is where you end up. So you don't really have a good re- relationship. You've got somebody who's using you. Absolutely, absolutely. Pastor Charlotte, you know, you're not going to get a good man if you're bribing men for dates. <laughs> Absolutely. What came to mind for me was that she will pay for this guy to bring his friend because she's trying to get the friend. So she will pay him to to bring him so she can be uh, near the one that she's trying to get with. But remember, the guys are going to talk already. So by them talking, they already, it's a free meal, right? So everybody's coming. I ain't got to pay, so I'll come, I'll sit, I'll talk to her, but I ain't trying to get with her. You know, so sometimes they'll go through someone else to try to get to what they think they're able to get. But he doesn't like that because, one, you're not straightforward, you know, so you're doing underhanded stuff that comes with it. So that was my thought. Wow, wow, wow. You ladies got some stuff. I know some women that do Uh, that. Okay, okay. Pastor KL, what of the woman who bribes men for dates? Is she going to find a good one? No, nah, but I mean, that that wasn't even bribing. That was pimping. He was pimping her that was friend. What? Wait, 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 what? That, wait, wait, wait. Say that I said that was pimping. Pimping, that wasn't bribing. <laughs> he was pimping her friend for her friend. You know what I mean? That, that was on a totally different level of bribe. You know what I mean? That, woo, that's that Nino Brown stuff. But yeah, you're not going to... Listen, let me... I, <laughs> I heard Tamika say what she used to do. So I just want to ask Tamika, do you have a sister? Because I wear a size 13 inch shoe, you know, a 2X shirt. <laughs> you know, and sometimes I, I, I need something, you know what I mean? <laughs> a little oh extra. But yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't want to start that with no man. You know, just, just, just as the woman can get carried away, Man, if a man thinks he got a sugar mama and she ain't got to be old, you know, I mean, he's going to run with it. He's going to have the newest Jordans. He gonna, and, and then as Tamika says, you have to now keep this up. Because remember, we always tell the men the same way you got me. That's right. The same way you, you got to keep me. So it, right. it, it, it's just a, right. it's the same way. The same way you got me. It, you, you, you can't now. I, I see you with rollers in your hair every day when every day you had a different weave on. You know what I mean? And now you want me to see your natural hair? You can't do that. You can't do that. I, I need to see right. another wig. I don't want to see your natural. You know, so, yeah, you got to be careful. Wow, wow, wow. All right. They say you have no social skills. So you can forget about it. You're not going to find a good man, Pastor Charlotte? Absolutely not. Where he going to take you? You can't beat nobody. <laughs> So absolutely not. That's that one that needs to stay in the house. <laughs> oh, yes, For sure. Yes, yes. Because you can't, you you know, you can't hold no conversation with nobody, not even the kids. <laughs> you know, wow. so mm-mm. that's definitely a no. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, Pastor Kale, she has no social skills. What do you do with a woman who has no social skills? You leave her at the house. You say, babe, what you want to eat? All right, I'll go get it. Where, where you want to go, I'll go. 
<laughs> I mean, listen. Oh if, my gosh. If, 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 you, if the largest conversation you have, the grandest conversation, is talking about what happened on Xbox or PS4, you know, we can't go. You, you don't know how to use a knife. You get to the restaurant and you say, "Why is there two forks on the on the table?" You know, at that point, we we know we can't go nowhere together because you, you have not been out. You have not been exposed to certain things. You know, when your, vocab- your vocabulary or, or when you cuss more than me, you know, we got problems. Wow, 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 wow. All righty. Tamika, what we talking about here? You ain't got no social skills. How you going to find a good man? Do you agree? We're going to go back to the lady that, that doesn't go out. Now we know why. <laughs> she doesn't go out. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's really sad, you know. He's trying to wow you, and he's taking you to, let's just say, let's let's go for, for not extremely expensive. He's taking you to Red Lobster. So, you know, and you decide because that's something that he took you to, you're going to get the, the, the best thing, you know, surf and turf, that type of thing. So, And you don't even know how to use a knife. So he's looking at you, and you picking up a piece of steak, and putting a whole piece of steak in your mouth and then pulling it back out. Uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, the, I'm sure the first time that he looks at you, he's going to lose his mind, you know, because we're at a restaurant, and I'm seeing you pick the, the whole piece of meat up. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. You know, you the loudest thing. In the, you know, he take you outside, you the loudest thing out there. Everybody knows that you're there because you're loud. You know, you don't know how to tone it down. You don't know how to use your inside voice. There's all kinds of stuff. Automatically, he's going to take that and run. He's not calling you back. That's not going to get a second date, I'm sure. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, my due time crew. Thank you so much for schooling women on what they should or shouldn't do in order to find a good man. Thank you so much for your contribution into today's conversation, and we pray you have a blessed day. You all do. Everybody have an awesome. You as well. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's the top of the hour, and we know what time it is. It's time to get that switch tip with Shanti. Good morning, Shanti. Good morning, Pastor Steph. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> Just a drum roll, please. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Well, it's Monday. What you got for us? Today I got the switch with Shantice where we make the switch from the streets to our godly seat. And our switch tip 134 is stop entertaining bad conversations. Now there are multiple levels as to what bad conversations could consist of. I pulled up two definitions, of course. Conversation is a talk, especially an informal one, between two or more people in which news and ideas are exchanged. And I pulled up a definition for entertain, and the one that stood out to me a little more than the other was give attention or consideration to. And consideration is synonymous with thoughtfulness, so to give attention or thoughtfulness to a person, place, or thing. So after reading these definitions, the question that came to mind was, what news and or ideas are being exchanged in these conversations? And that is what now causes it to be a bad conversation. One of the synonyms that came up when I looked at the definition for conversation was gossip. 
And there is nothing good about gossip. Because gossip is you just talking, you don't know the real facts, you're just now spreading what you saw or what you heard, you didn't make sure anything was accurate, you're not sharing this information, you're not sharing, wait, let me go back to the, to the definition, you're not sharing the news and or ideas to someone who you know can help the person and or situation, you're just talking to talk whether it's to now big yourself up or to bring the other person down. But within gossip, you're always bringing someone or something down. So there's never anything good about gossip. But when we're now talking about entertaining bad conversations, one of the, <laughs> one of the things that came to mind for me was when, you know, as, of course, as Christians, we're called to disciple and evangelize. And when you're now speaking to someone about God and, you know, how Jesus has changed you and how he's making the change, you know, you're in a transition, you know, from this to that and the way people talk and what they say. And I know for me, I kept feeling like, and I've said it before, because God gave us a switch tip, stop cussing. It's like you're not understanding my plight until I start cussing. So now this conversation has gone from good to bad. And now I'm entertaining your buffoolery. Because the news and ideas that you're exchanging with me make absolutely no sense to anyone outside of yourself and the bubble you live in. And now I am contributing to this now being a bad conversation. So now as you're helping me to entertain this conversation, I'm now helping you to entertain this conversation. And if each person pays attention to the ideas and the news that's being exchanged, a lot of these conversations wouldn't be taking place. So I came across Ephesians 4.29, which happens to be one of my memory verses I need to help me shut up. And it's in the NLT version, and it reads, Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. If you use foul or abusive language, it is a bad conversation. If everything you say is not good and helpful, it is now a bad conversation. If the news and ideas that is being exchanged are not encouraging to the person or people who are hearing them, it is now a bad conversation. And you are now entertaining this bad conversation if you are now giving attention to it. You cannot give consideration. You cannot be thoughtful towards something that's dumb. Something that's, that doesn't make any sense. Something that is now bringing something to someone else down. And now here's the thing also that just came to mind. It says, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. When we're now, let's say you're in a situation where you're talking about someone, right? You could be talking to me about Nathan. And yes, now you're bringing Nathan down to me because you're supposed to be encouraging me about how I look at and see Nathan. But talking about Nathan to me is also bringing me down, whether I show that or not, whether I even realize that or not. We have to understand and wrap our heads around the fact that these bad conversations that we choose to entertain are not only helping to bring the other person down, it's helping to bring the hearer down. Have you ever realized sometimes, like, you realize out of nowhere, like, I have to stop talking to so-and-so, I have to stop being around this group of people because just being around them and the things that they talk about is just weighing heavy on me. Even if I don't respond, like I don't even have to be 
in the conversation to the point where I'm now exchanging. I, I could just be receiving, but it's weighing heavy on me. And I don't know about everyone else, but I, I'm past that part of my life where I'm okay with feeling heavy, especially if I'm not contributing. See, it's one thing if I'm running my mouth and I'm, you know, I'm hot about a situation or a person and I'm now going, you know, back and forth, but it's another to just sit and allow someone else to now bring me down and help my attention to be on the news and ideas that, that are crazy. Colossians 4, 6, New Living's Translation. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. There is nothing attractive. Well, I can't. See how crazy this world is? I'm about to say there's nothing attractive about a bad conversation. But because there's so many bad conversations, there's obviously something attractive about it. But if you're attracted to it, you're on the wrong side of the fence. Okay, because if you're attracted a lot more to God and Jesus and their light, there will be absolutely no attraction to any type of news and ideas that now help to give attention to bringing you and or someone else down. First Peter one fifteen New Living's Translation, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. Now, the definition for holy is sacred to be set apart for something great. Don't you love the idea? I know more. I meditate on this definition, that God chose me, the holy person, the holy being, chose me to now be sacred and set apart, apart, I'm sorry, for something great, just like he is. So why am I now going to make the choice to now give attention to news and ideas that now help to bring me and someone else or situation down. And another thing that us Christians have to make sure we're being very careful with, if we are not on point and attentive enough, we will allow other people to help us because it's not about pointing a finger at other people. It's about you being a part of these bad conversations. When we allow other people to help our attention to be on news and ideas, of God that they now try to shift to justify their lifestyle. So those who like to call themselves Christians but still like to do things that are ungodly, and now they try to wrap us up in these conversations as they try to now twist God's word and justify how they live in. If you're not on point, you will be entertaining the buffoolery. So we have to make sure we're making the conscious decision of making a switch from entertaining bad conversations to making sure that the news and ideas that we're exchanging give attention and consideration to the thoughtfulness that God has set aside for us. Thank you, Pastor Steph. Thank you, Shanti. Thank you. And we pray you have a blessed day. Thank you, you too. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Nice. Switch tip. Stop entertaining bad conversations. Mm. All right. Well, it's time for us to hold hands and hold hearts and go before the Lord together. Heavenly Father, we love you, oh God. We love you and we thank you for just waking us up today, just giving us an opportunity to uh, see a brand new day, to shake the Monday morning blues, to get a word. Thank you. Thank you for just loving us in a special way where we were allowed to see a new day and given an opportunity 
to get it right. Thank you, Father. Thank you for all the conversation that was had today. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for us even getting the news that should somehow turn us around. You know, a lot of times people are not even thinking, God, of what they're doing. And once they hear a scenario, as long as it's not them, that's where the whole thing shuts down, God. But we're praying that conceptually we're looking at these stories. Conceptually, we're putting ourselves up against these stories. And and we're finding out who we truly are. Is it revealing something inside of us? Is it just showing us in a mirror who and what we really are? Well, thank you. Thank you for that opportunity. Thank you for dealing with us according to that. Thank you, God, that it would help us to grow. It would help us to become alert and aware of what we should and shouldn't be doing. And God, it would draw us closer to who you are. Thank you. Thank you for paying attention to us again today. That we are always on your mind. Thank you. We love you, God, because you tolerate us. <laughs> you tolerate us. You just deal with all of our madness, all of our disobedience, all of us fighting to have our own way, and you're just right there waiting to pick up the pieces from when we fall. And we thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for just being who you are and because of who you are we are who we are because of who you are we even exist because of who you are we are growing and even when we don't realize we need to grow I thank you God because you've been pointing out so many small things things that we would tend to overlook things that we just Push over and and think it's nothing. It's not a big deal. But God, I'm asking you to deal with every heart, every mind, every ear, every eye, and every spirit. That we don't do anything that would hinder us from having our prayers answered. That we would be standing in the way. We're asking God that you grow us. We're asking God that we get more. We ask you, God, that we receive this. We ask you, God, that if we could step into this area and this arena and this territory and we want to hang out with these people. But yet we don't want to do the little things. The little things. The little things. We get defiant. We feel disrespected, angry. Help us to wake up, God. Help us to wake up and shake this stuff off and understand that it's you who's ultimately speaking to each and every one of us. I thank you, God. I always say I thank you for snatching me in my collar. And I don't wear every little thing and the tears just drop. Thank you. Thank you for paying attention to Stephanie because I want to make it in. I don't want to be the reason why I'm not I, I, I'm, I'm not in the kingdom. 
thank you, Father, for just continuing to just pull it, pull, just pull at me, pick at me. Just pluck the feathers. It doesn't always feel good. But because you are a loving God, I have to say thank you because you chastise those who you love and you call your family. Thank you for including me in your family. Thank you, Father. Thank you so much for being so good at all times. We give you the glory and honor, God. So rightly do your name. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hmm. You know, you always hear me say thank you, God, for snatching me and my collar. And, you know, I've been up since about three. I woke up, and from the moment I've been up, God's been just downloading stuff. Just making clear what this meant, what that meant. This was a fantastic weekend. This was really an, I mean, an awesome weekend. And he put all the little pieces of the puzzle together for me. And it's interesting because some of the stuff that I, I, I thought of, that, that he, let me put it this way, that he gave me, I didn't think about it on the level he gave it to me on. It was kind of like a passing through. And I was like, I wonder if that's such a, such a thing. And I kept, kept it, you know, kept it moving. But this morning, it was funny because I, I, I had just said, you know, God, I, I thank you. I thank you so much for just kind of tapping me, you know, and helping me to understand that you're moving me. You promised increase. You promised all that she just kept saying increase. All that she just kept saying increase. And as the year went on, we got increased. And when the year came in, we got increased. And it's like, how can you, you know, say thank you properly to God when, you know, you don't even understand what he's doing? You know, you can only say thank you for what you understand. And I'm not saying anything is necessarily wrong with it. But again, I'm saying how can you properly, you know, and wholeheartedly say thank you to God because, when you don't really understand, you don't get the magnitude. And it was when it was just coming, I was like, "Whoa, you got to be kidding me! Is that what that meant? And is that why this happened?" And, and I, all I could do was just give God thanks because I realized that He's got to shift some things before I could get to the point where I could receive the increase. I had to be willing to accept the correction. Because, see, you can't get increased or anything else good from God and understand it and appreciate it if you're not positioned properly. And you're the one who's got to position yourself. You've got to put yourself in that mindset. You've got to, you know, um, understand the value of, of what you're about to get. And, when, you know, it's almost like when we just got finished talking about if, you know, the woman will blow a good man. Well, you don't blow the blessings of God if you don't do certain things, if you're doing certain things. You can't get 
handle little, I can't give you much. So much is given, much is required. All we want to do is just take. All we want to do is just receive. All we want to do is just have. But we don't realize what it takes. We don't realize what it takes. That we have to position ourselves just what we just got finished talking about the ladies. You can't be no diva out there and all of this kind of stuff because you're not positioned properly to get a good man. A good man should not have to fight you to get to you. No. You so into you, you ain't got no time to pay attention in. All it's about is you. That's being out of alignment. You haven't positioned yourself. Hanging with the wrong crowd. If we don't stay close to the family of God, of the people who want God, of people who are who are all climbing that ladder to get to God, but we hanging with the family because that's the family. And you know, Mama always told me, "I, I uh, blood is thicker than water." And most times, family is the biggest disturbance in your life. You know, I think about some of the stuff we just got finished talking about and how it can disturb your relationship with the Lord. And can't nobody say nothing to you because you are sensitive. You can't take no correction because it ain't supposed to come from you. It's supposed to come from so-and-so. And if it don't, I've literally had people say, well, if it don't come from so-and-so, I, that's not correction. I can't take it. Well, you're going to miss out on a whole lot of blessings. Because you don't know who God's going to give you your correction through. I'm just so glad. I am so far from perfect. But I am so glad that I've picked up on, on little tools that has helped me get to the increase. I always say I'm at 75% of a normal person. But I'm watching God give me increase from several different areas. Wow, you still giving me increase. I'm like, I'm how am I supposed to be doing all of this stuff? I can't even run good. <laughs> I need to take a nap in the middle of the day. Once I go to the store, I'm done. I can't cook the same day because that's it for me. But when you belong to God, He's able. He's able. They ain't got nothing to do with you. He's able. You got to put everything into him, and that's what I do. I'm like, all right, God, this one is on you. Because I, I can't do all of this. You give me increase, and like I said this morning, I'm, I'm getting all this, and I'm like, wow. You, first of all, you must really think highly of me. Not me thinking highly of myself, but you must you know, think highly of me enough to even give me this stuff to do. Thank you. Thank you. And it's only because of you, I'm here. I ain't never been no punk. I ain't never been no chicken. I ain't never been somebody who's always whining. I've never been somebody who's always my feelings hurt over every little thing. I don't, well, when you come from Ernestine, you're going to have to be somebody kind of tough. That, that that other than that ain't gonna happen. It ain't, it ain't always gonna be a healthy, healthy tough, but tough nonetheless. You know, my father wasn't a punk. You know, so 
you don't come from punk. My grandmother wasn't a punk. You don't come from either, either one of my grandmothers. They were not punk. They stood up. They were some fighting women. And you you can't, you know, when you come from that, that's not going it's, it's, it's to be too far from you. And I've raised three tough girls. Three tough girls. Now, my granddaughter on the hand, <laughs> we were like, where you come from, girl? You will have to toughen up. But she's, 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 a, she's a toughie. Even in her own little way, at eight years old, she's bold for God. So you think about all that God is giving you. And you think about how you handle life. And you think about how you handle the things that come. And you think about how, you know, you you put things in its proper perspective. I've never been afraid to be corrected. I don't know nothing about that. And I have a hard time with adults who claim they belong to the Lord. You can't say nothing to them. To see your discernment should be able to, you know, help you navigate through a healthy chastisement and chastisement that's just not, you know, from God. Even if it hurts you a little bit, even if the person seems a little rough, even if the person ain't smiling, oh, get ready, get ready, get ready, as, as, as you know, people say, get ready, get ready for that increase. Get ready for that change. Good. Get ready for the shift. You have to position yourself. You have to position yourself to be ready. So you can't just hear, get ready, get ready, get ready, and you stand still, but yet you want so much. Let God do his perfect work in you. You won't go wrong. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank my due time crew for always coming through big time. Thank you for hanging out with us and helping us do what we do. Oh, please do not miss this opportunity to give Christ your life right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to strengthen your life with God, in God, about God, because later is not promised to any of us. Until tomorrow, where it's Let's Talk About It Tuesday, Church Folk Day, God spare our life. I love you.